during the late 1960s in the serene town of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, a perplexing and unsettling mystery unfolded, leaving an indelible mark on the tapestry of American folklore. This enigma was none other than the Mothman, a spectral entity that materialized from the obscurity of the shadows, sparking a chaotic surge of sightings and profound unease. Chilling thrills, unexplained mysteries, and creepy stories that actually occurred. Welcome to Freakier Than Fiction. I'm your host Chad, and each episode, as you know, together we will dive into the world of the unknown. So, if that kind of thing interests you, and you haven't done this already, hit that follow or subscribe button, and that way you won't miss the next freaky episode. As this podcast is intended for mature audiences, discretion is advised. In this Spooktober special episode, we're taking a look at the Mothman sightings. On a chilling November the 15th evening in 1966, the quaint town of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, became the epicenter of a mysterious and spine-tingling phenomenon. It was on this fateful night that two young couples, Roger and Linda Scarberry, along with Steve and Mary Millette, would have a chilling encounter that would haunt their memories forever. As they ventured through the winding roads near the TNT area, the remnants of a World War II munitions plant, the couples were about to experience something beyond the realm of rationality. Their hearts raced as they stumbled upon a ghastly sight, a colossal white creature looming ominously by the roadside. The creature's eyes they recounted in terror glowed with an eerie chrisman light, casting an otherworldly aura upon the scene. Linda Scarberry, her voice trembling, described the creature as a slender, muscular man, towering at an astonishing seven feet with snow-white wings that seemed to defy the very laws of nature. She spoke of the creature's face, shrouded in a hypnotic obscurity, as if its eyes held a mesmerizing power over them. Overwhelmed by fear, the witnesses sped away in their vehicle, their hearts pounding with dread. Yet, the horror was far from over. To their disbelief, the creature took to the sky, its wings beating with an eerie cadence, and pursued their car with a blood-curdling screech that reverberated through the night air. It pursued them relentlessly, a nightmarish spectre on their tail, until they reached the city limits of Point Pleasant itself. In the days that followed, 
as news of this unnerving encounter spread like wildfire through the local newspapers, other residents came forward with their own eerie stories. Two volunteer firemen, their faces etched with disbelief, described the creature as a large bird with red eyes. Mason County Sheriff George Johnson ventured his theory that the sightings were merely an encounter with an unusually large heron, humorously calling it a shitepoke. The enigma deepened when contractor Yule Partridge revealed his own bizarre encounter. While he aimed a flashlight at the creature in a nearby field, its eyes shone with a spectral intensity, reminiscent of bicycle reflectors. Partridge's life soon took a nightmarish turn as he blamed strange buzzing noises emanating from his television and the mysterious disappearance of his German Shepherd dog on this otherworldly being. Wildlife biologist Robert L. Smith from West Virginia University chimed in, suggesting that the creature sightings could be attributed to the elusive Sandhill Crane. With a wingspan nearly matching a man's height and distinctive reddish eye markings, this large American crane may have ventured off its migration route, remaining unrecognized in the region. Interestingly, the prevailing popularity of the Batman television series during that era couldn't escape the collective consciousness. As superheroes and villains graced the small screen, some speculated that the coinage of the name Mothman in local newspapers may have been influenced by the Batman universe, especially considering the eerie nature of the sightings. The Mothman legend reached a horrifying crescendo on December the 15th, 1967, when the silver bridge connecting Point Pleasant to Galapagos, Ohio, crumbled into the icy waters below, claiming the lives of 46 individuals. This devastating incident forever intertwined the Mothman sightings with the tragic bridge collapse cementing its status as an ominous harbinger. Even beyond Point Pleasant's borders, the Mothman's shadow seemed to loom ominously. Reports of Mothman sightings in Moscow preceding the 1999 Russian apartment bombings surfaced. This was according to a Georgian newspaper and Russian ufologists also suggested a connection further enshrouding the legend in mystery. In popular culture, The Mothman Prophecies, a major motion picture released in 2002, which was loosely based on John Keel's 1975 book of the same name, catapulted the enigmatic creature into the cinematic realm, further fueling intrigue. Yet amidst the shroud of mystery, questions persist. In 2016, a photograph surfaced, perpetually capturing the Mothman during an anonymous man's drive along Route 2 in Mason County. Science writer Sharon A. Hill offered a more grounded explanation, suggesting it depicted a bird, perhaps an owl, carrying a frog or snake away. 
casting doubt on the legendary creature's existence. The legend of the Mothman, a creature shrouded in enigma and intrigue, has woven itself into the fabric of American folklore. Folklorist Jan Harold Brunvard, a keen observer of such tales, dissected the narratives surrounding the Mothman phenomenon. He unearthed a myriad of sensationalized accounts, some suggesting eerie connections to UFOs, while others speculated that a hidden military storage site served as the creature's lair. Within the troves of Mothman reports, Brunvard noted a reoccurring theme. The claim that at least a hundred people had laid eyes upon the enamic being, with many more cowering in silence, too fearful to report their encounters. Yet Brunvard, ever the meticulous researcher, scrutinized the sources of these tales. He discovered that written accounts often stemmed from children's books or undocumented and sensationalized antidotes, void of variable witnesses. Intriguingly, Brunvard discerned common threads between the Mothman tales and age-old folk stories, sparking the notion that the tangible phenomenon might have acted as the catalyst for these narratives, weaving itself into the rich tapestry of existing folklore. Within the patchwork of accounts, there were even whispered tales of Mothman allegedly assaulting the roofs of parked cars, sending shivers down the spines of teenagers. Contrary to Brumvard's exploration, Joe Nickel delved into the darker underbelly of the Mothman phenomenon, unearthing a slew of hoaxes that followed in the wake of the initial reports. One audacious ruse had construction workers tethering flashlights to helium balloons, fanning the flames of sensationalism. Nickel boldly attributed the Mothman stories to sightings of barred owls, suggesting that the creature's glowing eyes were merely the result of the red-eye effect caused by the reflection of light from flashlights and other luminous sources. Further skepticism was voiced by Benjamin Radford, who highlighted that the solitary account of glowing red eyes was second-hand, originating from Shirley Hensley's recollection of her father's tale. Moreover, the prevailing hypotheses during the original sightings proposed that the Mothman might have been a misidentified sandhill crane. This theory hinged on the size of the bird and the reddish flesh surrounding its eyes. Yet, Daniel A. Reed embarked on a meticulous exploration of migration patterns and historical sandhill crane sightings around Point Pleasant. His findings suggested that in cases where the characteristic eyeshine was not observed, witnesses were more likely seeing and misidentifying a great blue heron. The Mothman legend, however, transcended its origins, taking flight across time and space. In 2017, a curious resurgence of sightings emerged, this time in Chicago. University of Chicago psychologist David A. Gallo scrutinized the 55 reported Mothman sightings published on the website of self-described 
2014 researcher Lon Strickland. Gallo cautioned against taking these accounts at face value, noting that Lon's methodology relied on individuals voluntarily coming forward to report their sightings, creating a selective sample. He pointed out to those inclined to visit a paranormal-centric website might inherently possess a predisposition to believe in and consequently witness the existence of a Mothman. The Mothman, though ensconced in mystery, has not been immune to the speculations of pseudoscience adherents, including UFOologists, paranormal authors and cryptozoologists. These individuals say that the Mothman may be an extraterrestrial entity, a supernatural manifestation, or some kind of undiscovered species. In his 1975 book, John Keel ventured into these territories, suggesting that the residents of Point Pleasant experienced seeing the future in advance and having a gut feeling about what's to come. Encompassing everything from the Silver Bridge collapse to UFO sightings and eerie encounters with ominous men in black. The legend of the Mothman, this dynamic entity cast a shadow over Point Pleasant, West Virginia and beckoned the curiosity of the intrepid researcher Dr. Lawrence Glitter leading him down a labyrinth path filled with paradox and intrigue. The Mothman narrative unfolded like a dark sympathy in the late 1960s, its eerie notes striking fear into the hearts of Point Pleasant's residents. Yet, as Dr. Glitter delved into the heart of this mystery, he unearthed a perplexing twist. The sightings of the Mothman came to a, an abrupt halt after the calamitous event in 1967, a year following the initial encounter. The Silver Bridge, a lifeline connecting the town to the world beyond, crumbled into the frigid waters and claimed the lives of over 40 souls. Whispers began to circulate like wraiths in the night, hinting that some had glimpsed the Mothman ominously perched upon the bridge just a day before, as if it was a harbinger for the impending catastrophe. But Point Pleasant, as if ensnared from the Enigma's embrace, didn't recoil from its shadow. Instead, it embraced the Mothman's spectral presence. The annual Mothman Festival, a celebration of the enduring allure of the legend, transcends mere festivities. It lures hordes of tourists, eclipsing the town's actual population. Within the festival's realm, lies the Mothman Museum, a repository of eerie artifacts and accounts, and a towering statue of the elusive figure, a sentinel in the heart of downtown, watching over the town like an ancient guardian. As Dr. Gitter immensed himself in the beguiling legend, his quest led him to ponder not only just the history of myths, but also their profound purpose in the tapestry of human existence. What fuels the imagination of those who craft and propagate such tales? How do myths serve as a bridge between the tangible and the ephoral, the unknown and the ignomic? 
With unwavering candor, Dr. Gitter stated, I don't believe the Mothman is real. Nevertheless, he discerned a complex mosaic of motivations among those who reported their encounters. Some were genuine witnesses, their accounts haunting. Others, he posed, sought attention, weaving their own narratives into the fabric of folklore. In the labyrinth of motivation, a middle ground existed for those whose truths blurred with the shadows of their tales. In the intimate confines of a small town like Point Pleasant, where stories flowed like a river and secrets whispered through the night, myths found fertile ground to take root and spread. With the collapse of the Silver Bridge, tragedy took on a profound, almost mystical significance. The Mothman legend became a poignant narrative, offering solace to a community grappling with inexplicable loss. It became a beacon, a siren call, drawing visitors from distant shores to this once quiet, quaint town, forever altering its destiny. The Mothman, an enigma that refuses to yield its secrets, remains etched in the annuals of Point Pleasant's history. It is a riddle wrapped in threads of fear, fascination and uncertainty, casting an indelible shadow over the town's landscape and the broader realm of the unexplained. As the Mothman Festival is an annual event held every third weekend in September, one cannot help but wonder about the mysteries that continue to stir beneath the surface. Amidst the revelry, the laughter and the awe, the TNT area, forever entwined with the legend, remains a place where shadows may yet conceal secrets, and where creatures both real and imagined may still linger in the depths of the night. Thank you so much for listening to the Freakier Than Fiction podcast. If you got something out of today's episode and you haven't done this already, then hit that follow or subscribe button, and that way you won't miss the next freaky installment. And I'd love your feedback, as it will really let me know what you think about this episode and others that you may have already heard. So please take the time to leave a five-star review. Also, I really need you to tell me what you'd like to hear in upcoming new episodes. I need all my listeners' support. So message me any story ideas that you think would be awesome for this podcast. If you want to get in touch, you can find a Linktree account in the description of this episode, and that has all the links to my social media accounts, including Facebook, Reddit, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. But do make sure to read all my direct messages and answer them personally. So if I see you on Instagram, Facebook, Reddit, YouTube, TikTok, Patreon, or anywhere else, just know that I really appreciate all the support. And remember, take care out there, and be aware, for the night is alive with a darkness that hungers for your soul. The mysteries of the unknown are like a siren's call, tempting you to explore the depths of the macabre. But be warned, dear listeners, for those who delve too deep may find themselves lost forever in a world of madness and terror. So, as you step into the shadows, keep your eyes peeled and your mind open, for in this world of the inexplicable, 
there are no guarantees. Except for one, that when you tune into the next episode of Freakier Than Fiction, you'll be diving headfirst into the unknown. See you in the next episode.